Hi guys, welcome back to the Not So Serious Podcast. I cannot believe that I am doing this again, but I'm actually super excited and super happy to be here once again. You guys have no idea how much I miss you, how much I miss like doing this little talks on my little room. And I don't know, I don't know why I stopped. I, I guess like, guys, it has been awful. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie to you. My life has just been weird like it has just been quite a lot for me to handle just everything going on and I've been like, struggling quite a lot with like health anxiety and if you want to like hear me talk more about it I truly have been talking about it quite a bit on my YouTube so if you want to like hear me and hear the health updates on my journey then I will highly recommend for you to go there because I don't want to like repeat myself into everything that has been going on but in a little summary my arm and neck started hurting in February and it also started like with a tingling sensation on my little finger on my left and then after a while it started to like have fasciculations throughout my whole arm and it just didn't feel right just like my body feeling the worst and honestly when you google any symptom you're really not going to find the best thing like please don't do that like if you ever get any symptom of anything don't google it don't do that like it's awful you can put like oh my god like I have a headache and you get the worst case scenario ever and then you get in your own head and if you already like struggle with anxiety in general then I highly recommend for you to stay away from that because your anxiety is just gonna go through the roof as it happened to me and you're gonna get more and more anxious and that can lead to a lot of more symptoms because your nervous system get, gets like super, I don't know, overwhelmed, I guess, and it gets worse. So please don't do that. So lately it has been quite a lot of that, but I do want to say that I went on a trip with my mom. I think I told you guys that we were going to Florida on the last podcast episode and we did end up going to Panama City Beach and it was so fun. We didn't actually get to go in the water because it was double red flag, which means that you can you cannot like go into the water and it's like one flag when it's one red flag you can go to the water but like just your toes and your like until your knee kind of if it's double red flag you cannot even like touch the water the water it's like dangerous and stuff and it was super windy so we couldn't do much and it was kind of cold but I told my parents because like we did the same thing like three years ago we were like oh yeah we're gonna go and celebrate my mom's birthday like at the beach and we didn't have a great time because we had to stay at the Airbnb and we couldn't go inside the water because it was way too cold so we kind of already knew that favorite is not the best month to like travel to the beach and I told my parents that but they were like super stubborn and they were like no we really want to go we really need a break from work and I was like okay finally they convinced me just because like I wanted to spend time with them and we did have a good time I just really wanted to get in the water but that's okay uh, maybe we will get to go in the water when we go to Hawaii I really hope so I was able to have such a great time I think this is the first vacation outside of the eating disorder and that just makes me super happy because like 
ah, you guys have no idea. Like I was able to try the food that I wanted to try. I was able to engage in conversations and like not think about food all the time. I had ice cream. Uh, we went to Starbucks. We had different coffees. We went out for dinner. Like it was just a great time. I feel like I just enjoyed it so so freaking much and just the time with my family was so good and to just have a break from everything I I think I was on my phone like minutes of the day like not even hours like not even one hour on my phone during the day and it was just like very nice to just relax and be with my family and think about other stuff so highly recommend for you to go on any trip because it's like one thing that I absolutely adore about uh, life in general just going traveling is so freaking good okay lastly one last little update that soon will be up on my youtube is that I decided to give my best this time around on my waking journey I don't know why in the past and I know like some people get like no, like some some people get like mad at me and they like attack me on social media because I have been going back and forth between like gaining weight and like months after that I'm like okay guys now I am for real on a waking journey but let me explain to you what happens mm, when I started my whole recovery like mind you I am at a healthy weight right now like it's not that I'm underweight or anything I'm just at a healthy weight, I'm a healthy, I guess healthy BMI and not healthy weight. I'm not going to say that I'm at, a, I'm at a healthy weight because a healthy weight should have a period. But at, like, I don't know, guys, like at the same time, I have seen lots of girls, lots of girls that are still underweight, but they get their period. So it's like kind of confusing. And I think that every single body is different. So, of course, I try not to compare with anybody else. But anyways, that's that's not the topic in here. The topic in here is that recovery has many ups and downs and I'm gonna talk about that on the on the topic of today like when I start talking about the topic of the of the day but mainly I have not been prioritizing that because guys you have no idea how much anxiety I have been going through with my health like it's just overwhelming and when I get in my head with my health which is quite often I just give up on everything like literally on everything like food is the least appealing less inter interesting thing about life in general I just get super in my head overwhelmed doing research about my symptoms and like how I am going to be able to improve my life and um, how bad it is and I just started like reading awful stories about awful illnesses and then I started thinking that I have that illness and then I give up in my life with everything and with all my goals and that's what's been going on the last couple of months and ever since 2023 started and my body has just been feeling weird and I have talked about this in my YouTube on my Instagram like all the time because I have had more bad days than good days when it comes to my health and my symptoms and the pain that I have been feeling and it's just it has not been okay but lately I kind of got a DM and that's why I freaking love interacting with you guys because this is a community guys and I love talking to you and I love when you guys give me advice and help me out and I know sometimes I can come up as defensive and I think that's something that I 
really need to work on because I do get defensive because I I don't know. I, I truly don't know. I really need a therapist to talk about that, that because I do get defensive and I do get in my own head of like I have, I don't know, like I know everything and nobody like can help me. And I have always been like that. I have always been like wanting to help others, but not really believing that someone can help me. And it's something that I need to work on and it's something that I want to change. But um, so recently I got a DM and it got me thinking a lot. It was like, oh, girl, like, don't you think like maybe the symptoms that you're experiencing and everything that has been going on is due to your stress levels and also due to you not having a period? And to be completely honest, at first I was like, no, like, are you out of your mind? Like, no, of course, I, I don't think that that's the reason why I'm experiencing all of this. I think that I have an awful illness and whatever. But then I started think about, thinking about it, like truly thinking about it. And I realized that maybe I'm not right all the time. And maybe it's time for me to accept that I cannot be right all the time and that I make mistakes and that and that I need to improve some things about my life and my recovery and stuff like that and to be completely honest what if it is like what if my hormones are like super out of balance and it is not helping my symptoms get better because maybe maybe that's not the real cause why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling uh, because I do have like some complications on the x-rays that they show me how my neck is not really like ha having the curvature that it needs for my body to be more in flow but what if by getting my period back and getting my hormonal health in balance and reducing more my stress levels and eating more, I give my body more time and energy to heal instead of being in this constant fight or flight mode and survival mode that I think my body is in. So I started to think about that quite a lot. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. Why? Because I want to say that I'm healthy and I want to say that I did everything that I could to keep my body healthy. Even if that doesn't make me feel relief, at least I'm going to try and at least I'm going to say that I tried my best. So I was like, okay, Danny, I'm going to become my own coach. That's what I said to myself because you guys know that I am no longer, how do I say it? Like I'm no longer promoting any fitness coach or anything like that. Like in the past I would, but not anymore. I think they're not really helpful helpful, and not really helping you achieve the main goal in recovery, which is stepping away from the body focus goals. So becoming my own, not fitness coach, but like life coach and like health coach means that I really need to give myself thought of love and actually make myself do the stuff that it's hard for me. If I were my own client, no, no, no. If I had a client, I will definitely encourage her to do everything that it's possible to do the things that she wants to do or maybe she doesn't want to do but she needs to do to get to where she wants to be. 
and also to keep her body healthy. So I decided that I am no longer giving any fucking excuse. And I'm sorry about my language, but I am no longer giving any fucking excuse to myself. And I'm actually going to start doing the things that are extremely hard for me, even if they feel uncomfortable, even if they feel like um, super anxiety provoking, even if I don't think that I necessarily need to gain weight, I'm going to still do it. So the first day that I came up with this little plan was March 25. And that's when this topic and the topic of the day came up with. That's how I came up with the topic of the day, just because you guys, um, the, the mindset that I'm going to give you is the one that has been helpful for me on the hard days since that day. And it has not been long, guys. It has been like three days. But I, I, but I already feel like I have been making so much progress. And I, I already feel much more stronger mentally to keep going with this journey. And I will definitely keep you guys updated. I made a promise to myself to also not let the scale make me feel bad because my end goal is to gain weight so when I do see the number on the scale going up I do not need to feel bad or discouraged because that's literally the goal that I have and yes I do have to wait myself for this little thing because uh, if I don't do it then how am I supposed to know if I'm gaining weight or not and if I need to keep increasing food or not but um not in an obsessive way or like it's all about the intention that you put into the actions that you do. So waking myself with the purpose of gaining weight and making sure that I am gaining weight. It's something that I need to do at this exact moment, but it's not something that I want to do for my entire life. It's just something that I really need to keep myself accountable with because again I don't have anyone else to help me and I am kind of my own dietitian and therapist and whatever and yeah so that's what we're gonna do and that's everything for like the updates that I need to give you thank you so much guys for listening to me you have no idea how much you guys help me in the topic of today it's gonna be really helpful for you guys as well and I hope it is but I, I really thought that it's gonna be super helpful because when I heard about it and when I started to write about it I just became convinced that this is actually something that is making my whole mindset change so let's get into it recently i got suggested this video analyzing why playing video games is so addictive and what keep us from going back into them and then it was also comparing life in general with video games this made me think a lot about how i have been dealing with everything going on in my life and i wanted to share some of the things that have been extremely helpful to me now that i'm intentionally trying to go against the belief of diet culture and society that gaining weight is bad even before watching this video i was kind of already living this way and on hard days reminding myself that i am literally a sim i am not my body i am the one living on it it's hard to explain it, but I will definitely keep talking about this in the future in future episodes. But basically, I treat this life, journey, recovery, everything as a game. I am in charge on what to do. I am in charge on making it interesting for me. And I am in charge on how I treat the body that I was giving to live this game. Here also comes the phrase I live by, which is, of course, 
it isn't that serious. Which I repeat myself every single day when minor inconveniences come in my life and I get overly stressed. And then I realize that in the grand scheme of things, it truly isn't that serious. We are here on this world for such a small amount of time in comparison of how big the world is and how many people have lived and died. And nobody's going to remember you in a hundred years. Those little quote-unquote problems that we think about on a daily basis they do not really matter. The opinions from others, the tiny amount of weight you have gained, like literally why worrying so much about something that isn't going to matter in a couple of years. With everything that has been going on with my health, I've also acquired this sense of urgency to start living my life to the fullest and also a necessity to take even more care of my body, to be fully me, to stop caring about what others think about what I do, eat, how I act, and to do what makes me happy, to treat this same with all the love it deserves. This same concept of quote-unquote life is a game can also be applied to recovery in general, and I freaking love that. Recovery is a game. And it's something that I had to understand the last couple of days. It has different levels and difficulties. To be completely honest, this made me understand myself and my recovery slash journey so much better. You guys know that I have been feeling so much better and so much more freedom with my recovery in general. But I think I also was feeling this way because I wasn't challenging myself anymore. I was like, oh yeah, I don't think about food 24-7 anymore. I don't have neg negative thoughts or feel guilty about food anymore. I am eating intuitively and not really thinking about it. I am not working out. All of those things became easy for me. And instead of me keeping it going and doing more things outside of my comfort zone... I just decided the work was done and I could focus on something else when in reality, if that was getting easy, I should have started doing the hard stuff for me. Another way I can explain this is by saying, in the past, it was for me hard to have avocado toast and eggs, but not anymore. In the past, it was hard for me to have one rest day. Now, I don't even work out at all and don't get me wrong, that was so hard to overcome, but it isn't hard for me anymore. In the past, it was hard for me to eat out. Now it isn't anymore and I'm able to do it multiple times a week. In the past, it was hard not to engage in compulsive movement and now I'm able to sit still for multiple hours and be okay with it. In the past, I was so scared of stuff like peanut butter or ground beef or avocado or whole eggs and now I eat them on a daily basis. All of those things, all of those fears I had, I was able to overcome by facing the fears over and over again until they were no longer fears. But the work wasn't done there. And that was my mistakes. Because there are still things that are hard for me to do or to eat. And one of those things that are hard for me still is gaining weight as part of my amenorrhea recovery. That is another level that I now want to focus on and overcome. The trick in here is to apply this concept of life is a game to anything in your own life, like any area of your own life, whether that's career goals, recovery goals, relationships, projects that you want to start on, your healing, whatever you desire. The end goal is to make that thing you want to accomplish 
easier and more desirable to you so that you keep going even on hard days. Here's how to do that. I am going to take as an example my own journey and recovery right now so that you understand better and I can give you a better idea on what that looks like. But the idea is that you apply it to your own life. Of course, I have more goals in my life and things that I want to apply this concept to, but we're going to just talk about recovery to make it easier to understand the concept. Okay, so this is what happens when you play a video game. It becomes literally so addictive because of the constant dopamine release. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter associated with wanting and desire. And it's one of the reasons why we want to repeat certain behaviors over and over again and why we have the motivation to do something and stick to it. There are five factors that contribute to the dopamine release and applying these factors to your own goals and life or recovery will make it a lot easier for you to keep yourself motivated. Okay, you can actually take notes about this because I'm gonna give you the five main factors that contribute to this dopamine release and how can you apply them to your life or your recovery. The first one is having a clear goal. You need to know what you should do and where you are going. Mine in my recovery, of course, is gain weight and get my period back. I cannot tell you what your main goal should be. It's just something super personal to you and something you have to journal about and come up with by yourself. Some examples could be writing a book, running a marathon, passing all your classes, you know, that's the big goal or like maybe building your own business too. So this clear objective is super important since it's the one that gives you purpose and what makes your efforts worth it. If you don't come up with a clear goal, things can feel meaningless and you can lose motivation super quickly. Number two factor is to break down the steps needed to be taken to get to that main goal. If my main goal is to get my period back and gain weight, I can break that down into small steps slash goals like eating more, reducing my stress by doing any meditation practice, taking my supplements, resting more days. It is easy to get discouraged when you focus too much on the big goal because it might take me longer to get there. So when you set smaller goals and you start ticking the boxes, you will feel more accomplished and happy and proud of yourself and that will give you even more motivation to keep going. For example, the last couple of days that I have been able to eat more and have things that are more caloric dense that still make me feel a little uncomfortable like bagels or like pasta, I go to bed feeling super proud of myself because if I can do those little things, I know I can do what I need to do to get to where I want to be. So even though I have not accomplished my main goal yet, dopamine is released every single time that I accomplish the little goals that I set to myself and that gives me even more motivation to continue. Number three and the next factor that it makes a video game addictive is that progress is visible. It shows you like the little bar going up or the levels going up. So for this one I will highly recommend, suggest for you to make a little list so that you can check things off like your fear foods and stuff like recovery wise, like going out to eat one time a week or little stuff like that. And remember, recovery is like super personal so it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else but you it doesn't matter if nobody else can see your progress as long as you know that you are making progress 
That way, you won't get discouraged by looking at the big picture and you will focus on the small little progress that you keep making every single day. Some ideas, again, can be fear foods or like taking an extra rest day or watching a whole movie without standing up, stuff like that. Something that it's hard for you. And be proud of your progress and Again, it might not be visible to others around you, but you just need to make it visible to yourself. Like, remember, all those goals that you have, you do it for you and not anybody else. I used to do this thing where I will journal every night about the things I feel proud of and at even the tiny challenges that no one else was seeing, but that were meaningful to me. I remember telling my mom, like, when I was in a very early stage in my recovery how I was able to eat two eggs in the morning for example and she was like looking at me confusing like isn't that normal like for her of course it's gonna be normal but for me it wasn't and I was proud of myself I don't need to look for approval somewhere else but within me and it's the same for you if it's meaningful to me that's all that matters the number four is rewards And it's so important because it serves as an insensitive to complete the other goals. You need something that is on your mind when days get hard. A good example will be the motivation that you get when you're studying and wanting to be done. But then on your mind, you have the thought of, quote unquote, whenever I'm done with this, I'm going to be able to watch my favorite TV show or go out with my friends. So, of course, it's easier for you to complete the task or the homework or the study session and enjoy your reward without any guilt since you know you made sure to work before getting it. In my journey, I'm going to share with you that I just told my mom that my motivation literally is Hawaii. Like I will work so, so hard on my waking journey because I want to be able to go and enjoy it to the fullest as a woman, not as a little girl without a period, but as a woman with a period, with a healthy hormonal balance, whatever. That is like my quote unquote reward. And you guys know what else keeps me super motivated every day? You. A reward for me is to receive a message from you telling me how much I have been helping you in your own journey. Like it literally makes my day so much better. You guys are the best. Like seriously, you have no idea how much it means to me when you guys send me those messages and like sharing with me your wins just because you were watching a YouTube video or a TikTok or a reel or maybe because of a podcast episode and how you were able to face lots of fears because of me. Like you guys have no idea how rewarding that uh, that is for me another example would be like if you like running and you're running for like a marathon buying new shoes is like a reward that you can give yourself if you stick to your goals number five is variety you need to keep it interesting and this is where i was failing in my own journey I kept eating the same stuff and not really making it more challenging for me to keep moving forward that is where i got stuck We need new stuff, new goals, new foods, and challenges. Because imagine playing a game with the same challenge where you repeat it at the same level over and over again. It will get boring. You will want to quit. It's the same in our life. We need to keep things spicy. Another example for this will be if your goal is reading and you're getting bored, try to switch it up. Like maybe if you're used to reading 
fiction books, maybe try nonfiction or the other way around. Maybe try and switch up when you read or where you read or maybe try audiobooks. Keep it interesting. In your recovery, if you're finding way too easy to eat three meals and three snacks, then switch it up, switch up your meal times, food choices, maybe go out and have something prepared by someone else or maybe try a different food or from a different culture. Just keep it fun for you. Those were like the main five things, but this is one last tip that I want to give you and it's one that I am also challenging myself to do, which is to keep challenging yourself. Let me explain it to you. This is super personal to you. A good video game keeps you entertained because it's not too easy or too difficult to you. If you're just starting recovery and you find it too much and too hard to go out and have a burger and fries by yourself, then of course you're going to feel unmotivated because it just feels like way too much for you right now. And maybe you're not there yet, but maybe you can work at your own pace with things that are at the same level that you need the challenge to be at. Maybe that is going with a family member or maybe that is preparing your burger and fries at home. Like maybe that is going for something less scary for you. This is super personal, guys. For example, for me, it will be irrational to say that a challenge is to have a bowl of oatmeal with peanut butter because that's way too easy. But for some people that are just starting recovery, it's hard. And I understand that. That's why I'm telling you it's different and super personal to everyone. So maybe for me, it will be going out on a breakfast day with myself to a completely new cafeteria or restaurant. Like that's a actual challenge for me. And that's the level I am at. In summary, the difficulty has to match your current skill level. Otherwise, you won't enjoy it and you won't want to continue. It has to be not too hard, but not too easy either. Video games work like that. They're not going to make you fight the hardest animal on your level first, right? It becomes harder and harder as you keep going. Okay, guys, that is literally everything that I have to say about this topic. But I don't know, I hope you guys understood what I was trying to say because I felt like my mindset completely shifted whenever I started to think about my life and my journey just as a video game and me being the one playing it making it more fun making it more interesting making it more about again having fun it just really takes a lot of pressure from you to do things perfectly because you know that you will get like another chance and you will get to do things as you want to do them and how you want to do them okay and it's super personal to you your video game and your sim and how you treat your body your little avatar is up to you so that's going to be everything for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. Seriously, thank you. You're amazing. And I am super, super happy and excited to keep going with the podcast. I really hope you guys enjoy it. And if you did, send me a DM because sometimes I do get discouraged and I'm like, oh, I don't know if this has been like helpful to anybody. So I don't know if I should continue or not. But if you guys tell me about it, I just, I just get it 
way much more motivated to keep doing it. And I love doing it. So that's that's all. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of the day or night or whenever you're listening to this. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. I love you. Bye.